the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Good morning. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, and more. A show that's infotaining. A show that you probably shouldn't take literally. But can you learn something from it? Absolutely. I try to present to you concepts that will help you as an investor. Whether it's the goofy ABC's family network TV show called Pretty Little Liars produced an OMG moment on Twitter. What's that mean? To me, what it means, thank you for the tweet. You can tweet me, Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. Is that Twitter's becoming a source of information? OMG moments used to be on television or radio, or you heard of a friend who worked for a TV show that gave you a spoiler alert. So Twitter's becoming more news. It's getting more of our eyeballs. Same with Facebook. Facebook got a couple upgrades today. Stock was sitting at its yearly low. A lot of advertisers dig Facebook. What they're losing in desktop advertising, they're gaining in, in notebook, or tablet advertising, phone advertising, mobile advertising. Some traditions need to be broken. There's no sense, it makes no concept that uh, things like the Iditarod are still around. Or a good Iditarod racer will have 10 plus dogs and he'll breed 100 and 90 of them won't make it. There's no need for things like that, not even tradition. So part of what I want to do on this show is to break some traditions that are stupid, embrace some new thoughts that are encouraging. Now again, just to show you how ludicrous you can go, Elon Musk said our planet faces extinction if we don't get into space travel. Is he wrong? No. Is it ludicrous to really start thinking about colonizing Mars? Do we feel we're there? 
probably don't feel like we're there, but we've got to start embracing it. We can't stay with the traditional, ah, everything's a-okay here. So you have to embrace. Anyhow, California plans to overhaul its water system hub to cost $25 billion. I love stories like that. In large part, I can invest in stories like that. When you see a $25 billion price tag, you're like, okay, I get it. It's going to be you know, an enormous tunnel to divert water from the Sacramento River, carried along the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta, southbound pipes. There's a water problem in the United States. Problems can create opportunity for investors. There's a road problem in the United States. The water infrastructure, the road infrastructure needs to be improved. It has direct benefits to cost of food, cost of business. Other little stories sometimes out there that are worthy of note. MetLife is cutting 2,500 advisors that are seen lacking chance of success. MetLife is one of those companies that I love and I hate. I love their insurance. I hate their insurance that acts like investments. MetLife is the largest U.S. life insurer. Cut its advisor force by a third, eliminating 2,500 jobs. Scaling back on the sales of variable annuity sales. They're looking for other areas of growth. So they're not going to finance advisors who, frankly, were not going to make it in the business. If you sold a lot of crappy annuities to people... You get to stay. If you didn't, you get to go. That tells me something about, you know, uh, annuities. Most annuities are bad. Most people don't need annuities. Most annuities are expensive. So for a company like MetLife to make money, they have to put a lot of money into that broker, insurance broker. They have to do the advertising. They have to pay for his rent. He has to go out and sell you product that pays for all of that and pays him. And the company. So maybe the story to you looks like Wall Street's downsizing. MetLife cuts 2,500 advisors. To me, it looks like people are starting to wisen up a little bit about crappy products. So I don't know. Hopefully you can get something from this show. I'm not promising that you will. (laughs) Because there's a lot of jokers out there. Um, You know, one of the weird headlines out there today, Syria has received Russian missiles. It's a deadly conflict in the Middle East. Some people are blaming President Barack Obama for not providing more support. I don't have the right political answers. I can tell you that gives me a little concern over oil. Then again, the United States is starting to do things that we wouldn't do in the past to support natural gas, oil, and even coal again. So uh, I look at it as maybe a push. Maybe what used to be a shock to the oil price is now a push. Let's take a look at the market numbers this morning. SP 500 up 8, the Dow's up 63, the NASDAQ's up 20. Ten-year Treasury sits at 2.13%. That was the big story yesterday. Not a lot of movement today. But as that yield 
gives you a better return. So people are going to say, you know what, I'll take it. In Japan, where you get nothing on your savings, you can get 2.1% on your savings here in the United States. To get that 2.1% savings, you have to buy dollars. And that's one of the reasons dollars are moving higher right now. To get your calls in there today, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Japanese market plunged overnight. Then their futures surged on a new rumor. Earlier in the week, Japan had uh, market highs. So things have been plunging. That's pretty normal after you have a big run. There's a rumor that Japan's big pension fund is going to be able to move into equities. Previously, it had only been able to own Japanese government bonds. So you saw a big correction day, a big leap up after they closed. Who knows where it'll be tomorrow? Seriously, who knows? Uh, Dow had its biggest drop in four weeks yesterday. What's good news for the economy is now bad news for the stock market. It means tapering may happen. We got consumer confidence earlier this week that was stronger than expected. And because of that, there's fear that the Fed's going to start tapering the purchases of, of, of debt. More Americans filed claims for unemployment insurance payments last week as holiday closures prevented five states from completing a full count. Mm, push. Costco reported quarterly profit above expectations. Revenues were below consensus. Same-source sales rose 5%. That's a pretty good number. Warren Buffett's buying Nevada Energy Company, probably implying that real estate is at a bottom in Nevada. Nevada. We'll take a break here. Don't forget, I got an event coming up in Palo Alto. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. Two events one for retirement and one for creating wealth. You can learn more at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This bear of profitability and also helps ensure some predictability to its cash flow. So the idea is, look, if you paid for this card, there's a pretty strong likelihood you're going to go back to shop at Costco and take advantage of it. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money on Rob Black. Not all world economies are struggling. Some of them are hot, hot, hot. Brazil, one of the few major world economies... They're tightening monetary policy. Their central bank raised interest rates to 8% from 7.5% in a bid to ward off increasing inflation. This morning, initial jobless claims rose to 354,000. A little bit weaker than expected, but honestly, not shocking either way. We got a little April pending home sales data out. It's a little bit weaker than expected. There's something coming that you should be prepared for, especially if you own a home. It's called the interest rate cliff. The higher interest rates go, 
plus home people are going to be able to afford. Say you own a four hundred, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollar home. You figure out what your home's worth. Go punch in someone buying it at a four percent interest rate versus someone buying it at a five percent interest rate. Most people don't pay cash for homes, but you get the idea. Paying cash may be a bargain, but how much can you afford on a monthly payment? Most people could afford a payment. Take a look at the market numbers this morning. See where we stand. SP 500's up 8. The Dow's up 63. The NASDAQ's up 20. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton talking all things financial. Building a financial base is a concept that we got to get started. We sometimes say, I got an extra $300 a month. I've got an extra $500 a month. How do I get started? Let's talk building a financial base. Yeah, it's it's the key. And this can happen, a lot of times it happens based on a life event where you kind of say, oh my gosh, i got to get serious. Whether it's you have kids, you've been laid off for a while, you win a small lottery winning, you know, whatever it may be, you've really got to sit down and get educated. First. Small lottery winning. I, well, I had a friend that went through a really bad couple of years and he contacted me. He's like, I've won the lottery, I've 80000 bucks, right? Okay, that's nice. What's the first thing he does, Rob? Buy his car. Exactly. And he goes, I realized how stupid that was. He caught the show online. And so now what do I do? And I gave him a couple of books to read. You've got a couple of books on your website. Um, you know, Rick Edelman's initial books, The Truth About Money, I think we're good. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, but New rules about money. Yeah, The Truth About Money I thought was better. Really? Right? I think it gets more sales-oriented as he, as he published. But anyways... Um, you got to, first of all, get your emergency reserves intact because a lot of times people end up in a situation, um, a bad financial situation that becomes a house of cards is because they get disil- disil- dis- dis- disabled, if I can get that out. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> I might be disabled myself. Um, or they lose a job for a period of time where three to six months they're out of work and they can't service their debt, they can't put food on the table, they build up credit cards, they ruin their credit, and they're... They they go from a situation that should only be bad three to six months to, I've ruined my credit for 10 years. Um, so have your emergency reserves intact, right? That's first step. Second step is make sure you're putting enough money in your 401k to get the match. If you're eligible for a Roth, you take the next you know $5,000 that you can save, put it in a Roth IRA. If you can still save more money than that, go into the 401k. As far as what you should invest in, in your 401k, when you're first starting out, I like the retirement date funds for younger people. Like okay. the, you know, retire no. 2045, 2050. Funds. Vanguard has them. T. Rowe Price has them. Um, I like uh, T. Rowe Price and Vanguard's much better than Fidelity's. Really? Um, also, if you're trying to find what do I invest in my Roth IRA or my taxable account, I think the free ETFs, the iShares that you can buy at TD Ameritrade, for example, you can, as long as you hold them for 30 days, you can buy them without a trading cost. So go for index. So why does TD Ameritrade do that? Fidelity does it as well. But why? Because the iShares give them a little bit of kickback. The internal fees are like point you know zero eight percent, and they get a little bit of that back. Um, so uh, making sure that you build up that first hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you can do that in index funds and ETFs, which are essentially index funds that trade like a stock. Then after that, you've got to get good at picking individual managed mutual funds. And so there's usually a long learning curve before you try to buy individual stocks. And by the time you get to 250000 
that's when you make sure you have a group of trusted advisors. You've got a good CPA. You've got a good attorney. You've got a good fee-based financial planner. And make sure that everybody's working together. And just make sure you're in that phase of accumulating, appreciating assets or assets that give you income. Okay? Accumulating, appreciating assets or assets to give you income. Okay. That's, that's what you really have to focus on throughout your entire life. Stop focusing on depreciating assets like a car. I mean, you know, I buy, I like to drive nice cars, but I right. buy them used typically when they're off a two or three year lease because I can save twenty to $30,000. Right. So, um, you know, look, look at that and say, how am I paying myself first? Am, am I always saving before I spend any money? And how do I focus on accumulating appreciating assets? Okay, now appreciating assets, give me some examples. Uh, well, stocks, obviously, especially stocks that pay a dividend. So they're paying you something. I mean, there's no more comfortable way to retire, Rob, than if you retire with enough assets that you can – you don't even have to live off all the dividends from your stocks and the interest from your bonds. Some of it you spend and the other just gets reinvested. Right. Or when you buy real estate, make sure that you know it's a good deal if you uh, put – you know, 20, 30% down, get a traditional 30-year fixed loan, and after your, all of your expenses, property taxes, maintenance, property management fees, you still have positive income. That's not only a positive income asset, but it's something that somebody else is paying off for you. Real that's estate, that's right. the only good way to leverage is in real estate. But people over-leveraged without positive income in, in uh, you know, the last real estate bubble. So, you know, I mean, stocks, bonds, real estate, uh, commodities, those are appreciating assets. Okay. So accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Anything else we need to know about building your financial base? Stop thinking that you deserve now what your parents already have. Okay. Okay, that's the biggest thing that kids have a problem with. They, they think that I, I'm out of college, I have a new job, I should be in the same house and drive the same car as my parents. That's yeah. the problem that is with our generation. I think the generation beneath us, Chad, a lot more frugal. You know, I think they are, and I think they, they, they're a lot more wise, and we really need to get a better way to educate our kids. Yeah. I had my uh, 12-year-old look at, um, you know, Buffett tried to do that site where he was a cartoon character. Did he? There's a website. That's um, horrible. And the first part of it says, Warren Buffett is my best friend. <laughs> There's a song about Warren Buffett being your best friend. And it was started in about 2010 and hasn't been updated since then. He thinks that they're just terrible. And our kids, I think, are hungry to learn about investments and money, and there's really no good outlet right now. Uh, I'm with you. That's CFP Chad Burton talking, building a financial base. You need to do it. I need to do it. We all need to do it. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Buster Posey. We could talk Buster Posey when we come off the break. Talk investing, trading, anything that you really want to talk about, we can talk about. Don't forget, I got an event. Two events coming up on the 8th of June, just right around the corner. It's a Saturday in Palo Alto. Sign up at robblack.com. An iHeart Radio station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. In one of the strongest areas of our economy, housing, we got some disappointing numbers today. Pending home sales climbed three tenths of a percent for the month on a month over month comparison. 
missing expectations for a 1.5% rise. Part of this is because of very low inventories. Pending contracts so far this year easily correspond to higher closed home sales in 2013. I remember back in 2006, I said it's going to be 2012 to 2015 before real estate really finds its feet again. That's pretty close. A regional breakdown showed that pending home sales increased the most in the Northeast, up 11.5%. March's reading on pending home sales was revised up modestly. So it's nice to see, but it's a little bit weaker of a number. I fear what's going to happen to real estate if interest rates go 1% higher. And we've already seen a move on mortgage rates. And to give you that expectation, that thought, you know, it really comes back down to the 30-year fixed rate rose to 3.81% for non-jumbo, up from 3.59%. The average rate on high-yield checking accounts in the United States fell from 2% last year down to 1.6% this year. On average, cats spend two-thirds of the day sleeping. So think about this as a statistic. A nine-year-old cat has only been awake for three years of its life. Like, if you could, wouldn't you tell that cat, wake up, enjoy, live? Josh Whedon, Buffett the Vampire Slayer, Avengers. You might have heard of him. Firefly. He uh, just came out with a speech, graduation speech. And one of the things that was interesting about it is tied towards, he was funny in it. And if you Google Josh Whedon graduation speech, it'll come up, I'm sure, on YouTube. What was great about it was it's, he started with the road not taken. And he said, yeah, you'll be on that road. And... You'll see a dead Robert Frost, and you'll look at the other road, and you'll say, like, ah, oh, I wish I would have gone on that one, because there's Starbucks every hundred, couple hundred feet. I'm not here to give you advice that is tailored towards you. That's not my goal. But he talked about death and our fear of it. And then he talked about life being the opposite of death. And he said, live. And I want you to. I want you to max out your retirement. It's a crazy concept because I want you to live past the time that you work. Life is kind of cool. The first 20 years of your life, joyous, wonderful. You don't work. You go to the pool all day and have fun. One of the things I like doing is volunteering, teaching children how to swim. Because there's nothing better than being a child swimming. So, what am I getting at with this? Don't become so inane that you don't know how to do anything other than not spend money. So, some advice if you're a college graduate other than live life. Understand that, you know, live is part of living life. Pick up a book or two on money basics if you're a recent college graduate. 
There's a good book out there by Beth Koblener called Financial Life, Personal Finance in Your 20s and 30s. That's fine. New Rules About Money by Rick Edelman. Good. So getting out of college, you need to start learning about money. You need to do a budget. You could pencil it out if you want to. Where you put all your credit cards down, where you put your, your income down, where you put your debts down. Or you can go to Mint.com and have it do it for you. Mint.com is M-I-N-T.com. Other advice I'd give, and again, this is not just people who are graduating college, but people who are graduating high school, people who are not going to college in your 20s and 30s. These are things that you need to do. I have, I find no shame in living with your parents. My father died 20 plus years ago, and I was fortunate enough to be able to move in with my mom for a year as she adjusted to a life without a husband of 40 years. So I was able to help. Again, did it allow me to squirrel away more money when I started my business? Sure, of course it did. But at the same point in time, if you move back in with your parents, you won't instantly go into debt. Once you get your first apartment, you've got to get a, your first couch to go in your first apartment, your first TV to go in your first apartment. You have to get that one-month security deposit, two-month security deposit. Another piece of advice I'd give to you knuckleheads out there, steer clear of debt. Debt will make you a, a piper, a piper, a popper, or a prince, or it could make you a piper. 70% of the class in 2013 has graduated with an average debt of $35,200. A poll by Wells Fargo on millennials, people 20 to 34-ish, said that 42% find their debt overwhelming. That's no way to live life. you got to address this because it's eventually going to rear its ugly head in the f- way of you're going to live less than your parents did. You're going to live in a trailer. You want to reduce your debt load as fast as you can. Any debt over 8% you pay off immediately. You don't save, you pay off immediately. Your top priority in your 20s is to get an emergency fund going. You want to set aside somewhere between 2 and 6 months of your income and living expenses. Some people want more. You know, I remember a couple years ago as the dot-com era was flaming out, a lot of people took a year off to travel to India. I'm like, you may find getting back in the workforce difficult. You may not, but you may. You know, two months of living expenses and cash sucks. It's not appropriate. You're like, oh, I'm earning nothing. I wish I had that invested in the market. That's up 125%. You need to start investing. In your 20s. You don't need to like hit home runs. You just need to get that 401k, that 403b, that 457 going. Historically, buying stocks beats buying bonds. Historically, buying bonds beats buying real estate. We're not always going to be historically norm. But it's norm for the reason. If you want to learn a little bit about the basics of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, go to smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org. In your 20s, just graduating, I'm giving advice to graduates. 
take advantage of your employer's 401k or similar retirement plan, any sort of matchings free money, any money that you put into your 401k, you're not paying federal taxes on. And that's pretty amazing. You need to have somewhere between ten dollars and $40,000 saved by the age of 40. Otherwise, you might be working until the day you die. You need to have somewhere between one hundred and four hundred thousand, and you're like Rob. One hundred and four hundred thousand dollars is a pretty big difference. Well, retiring in Arkansas is a pretty big difference than retiring in Los Angeles. You don't want to skip on health insurance in your twenties. You don't want to skip on auto insurance in your twenties. You don't want to skip on disability insurance or renters or homeowners insurance. Um, too many people I know have needed their health insurance, and it's expensive to go to the doctor. It's expensive to lose your ability to work, i.e. disability insurance. It's expensive to have, you know, to replace a, a roof or your couch and TV gets stolen this weekend. Renter's insurance. I do want to, again, get back to the basic premise of splurge a little bit and live life. I've been to Europe 10 plus times in my life. I've done it on trains and hostels. I've done it lugging a knapsack backpack. I've done it in five-star luxury hotels. I've done it by living there. The experience you get helps you in your workplace. I was fortunate to be raised in a military family in the sense that there was no racism. I learned that at an early age, that color, do not let it matter. In the military, you're literally brothers in arms. So, the white children don't tease the black children, who don't tease the Latin children, African American, whatever label you want to put on it. The males don't tease the females. You get the idea. So that's my advice, is live a little bit. Go see the rest of the world. Travel. You can do it on a budget. You can do it expensively. To get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. But whatever you do, don't support that Iterod. Don't support traditions that need to die. Support Elon Musk, but we must get off this planet. Otherwise, we face going extinct. Anyhow, and anyway, it's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. There you go. There's my advice to college graduates. Got a big event coming up in two Saturdays from now in Palo Alto. You can sign up for them at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. One in the morning is about wealth preservation. One in the afternoon is about, is about wealth accumulation. Robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update. 100 index up 7, a gain of 0.5%. NASDAQ up. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black, Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I know at times I'm going to offend you. The show's infotainment. The character that I play offends people. In the real world, I don't offend people. People like me. I'm, I'm likable. Is that disappointing that I uh, play a character? Maybe. I don't know. 
You decide. I don't have daddy issues. Got over those a long time ago. I'm successful in my life. I'm pleased with my life. I'm pretty much so where I want to be. I think part of life is giving back. And I hope that in some way, shape, or form, I'm giving back. Taking a look today at the markets. We have a lot of data. Penny Home Sales missed expectations. Expectations for a 1.5% rise. There was 3 tenths of a percent. Buster Posey from your San Francisco Giants. Marketing dream. Don't we all wish we could be that person? The guy who's a proven winner. Handsome enough. Major League Baseball's Rookie of the Year in 2010. Matching Derek Jeter's 1996. He's led the Giants to two World Series titles in his first three seasons. He took care of the National League MVP. Jeter's never done that. He had a catastrophic injury that gained you a little bit of compassion for the guy. He's thoughtful. He's well-spoken. He's humble. He's confident. He's got an ability to act in a comedic way. He is a clear um, marketer's dream. Do you want your boy to grow up like Buster Posey? Yeah, you do. He just signed on in an interesting scenario to be a spokesperson for Body Armor Super Drink. Now, part of this is he wants to own part of the Super Drink. He doesn't want to just represent it. He wants to own part of it. Jeter will sign his name onto anything. And that eventually bites you. Nike, Avon, Ford, Gillette, Gatorade. But hey, when you make $9 million a year doing it, you, you don't think twice about it. But Posey's got a $167 million nine-year contract. There's other people who've taken equity in, you know, power drinks. Uh, Patriots Rob Gronkowski, Angels Mike Trout. So bad news for a lot of people who want to work with Posey in the sense that he can afford to be picky. Good news for you in the sense that he's not going to attach his name to too many things. Back to the stock market, if we may. Weekly initial jobless claims, 354,000. Expectations were for 340,000. That's bad news, right? Yeah, but we're kind of in a world where bad news is suddenly good news. Bad news means the Fed doesn't have to taper. Good news means the Fed has an excuse to start tapering. Not even pulling monetary stimulus off the table. Just tapering it. So today we have the SP 500 up 8, Dow's up 6, NASDAQ up 20. Yesterday was the complete opposite. Then we see GDP numbers, and we see austerity biting into U.S. growth. Okay. We're going to cry about it, or we're going to move on? Economy grew at an annual rate, annualized rate of 2.4% in the first quarter. We would have liked to see a little bit more. Now, from the Wall Street perspective, they may not go hand-in-hand, because some of the companies that are going to hit hardest by austerity, like uh, Lockheed Martin... They're committed to buying back 25% of their stock. That's huge. That rock scissors paper may trump the austerity. 
if you look at it from a stock perspective, if you look at it from a employee perspective, maybe not. Government spending has now fallen sharply in two straight quarters, and economists believe agencies have pulled back in anticipation of budget cuts that were initially due to begin in January, but started taking effect in March. So that's in the news. What else is in the news? First quarter GDP. Got it. Pending home sales up three-tenths of a percent. Got that one. Housing's been tied towards a lot of our success in revamping the economy. Wendy's coming out with a new burger, a pretzel burger. you got to like pretzels and you got to like burgers. And then your culinary dream has come true. A pretzel bacon cheeseburger. It's developing a pretzel bun that last year began testing in Miami. To me, that just sounds like not good. Not good. Now, they're saying it was an immediate hit with consumers. They think that it could boost sales between 3 to 5% for Wendy's. Wendy's is a scrap breakfast menus at most of its restaurants. So McDonald's is like the um, poster child for low-cost menu items. And then just this morning I saw a commercial for Burger King, 50-cent ice cream. McDonald's, 20-piece nuggets. Hey, she's a hot girl looking at you. Go for the 20-piece nuggets and make a life together. Something that, um, and again, I'm just telling you that I like McDonald's out of all those names, but you can make a decision on your own. And I don't like McDonald's food, per se, but you get the idea. So banks earn more money through January through March than any other quarter on record. Is that something you want to own? Most profits ever? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Don't forget, i got two events coming up in Palo Alto. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. Find out more about the events on wealth creation and wealth preservation at robblack.com. And sign up today, darn it, robblack.com. Jesus. His mysteries have been studied through the ages. Are you planning a vacation and trying to make your whole... ...to 5 and Sunday nights at 8 here on AM 1220 K... ...trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply... Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Yesterday I did a piece about Mary Meeker and her presentation on the state of the web. I told you if you want a copy of the link to her presentation. I think she's thought-provoking. I think there's no one better at summing up the future trends of the Internet than Miss Mary Meeker. Do I find her flawed at times? Sure. But there's a lot of data to be gained. And I hope you take me up on that and, and like take a look at some of these presentations. They're not easy to get through. Twitter today is launching a, a lot an ad exchange. You're like, why do I care? Eh, maybe you own a company called Facebook. Maybe you don't. 
Facebook's getting an upgrade today because it's starting to leak that they're going to start doing video ads. And that could be the next billion-dollar business for Facebook. A recent decline in share price creates a buying opportunity, so says Brian Pitts. He's increased his price target at $32. It's a $24 stock. It's up a buck today. Yesterday was at a yearly low. Unveiling video ads. Trying to tap into TV advertising market. Video ads can develop pretty quickly. Broadband certainly there. So it came public and people hate it because they screwed Wall Street and they screwed Main Street. They overpriced it. They oversold it. They couldn't deliver. So part of what we do on this show is like try to find thoughts like this and say, you know, look, maybe it's still too hot for me. Maybe it's an opportunity for you, but too hot and sexy for me. Corporate profit growth unexpectedly goes negative in the first quarter of the year. There's no way you could look at that according to the Bureau of Economic Analysis. Um, GDP was a little bit less than expected. Corporate profits after tax came in at negative 1.9%. Expectations were for up two-tenths of a percent. Stocks have trended higher, even as expectations have stagnated. We're in a market that loves low cost of money. You're seeing massive buybacks from basically everyone. And again, maybe I'm sugarcoating that one a little bit too much. Uh, Costco had a pretty good quarter. 5% sales growth. Priceline is doing a big buyback. O'Reilly Automotive doing a big price back. Envy Energy being bought by Berkshire Hathaway. 23% premium. So no one's buying utilities because they're shifting out of utilities. They're trying to find you know, finance and tech, the next big mover up. But Warren Buffett's buying utilities. I love Warren Buffett for that exact reason. Warren Buffet, hey, 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 what do you say? And bingo was his name, oh. Um, one of the stories out there today that, you know, Twitter's starting an ad exchange. Okay. Competing with Facebook. In the Twitterverse, it's a pretty juicy spoiler. June 11th, there's going to be the fourth season premiere of ABC's Family uh, show called Pretty Little Liars. The show's executive producer went to the social network Twitter and said, basically, you know, if we get enough online buzz, we will post a spoiler at pound PLLS spoiler. PLL being Pretty Little Liars. So Twitter's helping to fuel live TV viewing. But Twitter's also being seen as a area where we go and get content and news. And in the end, we only have so many eyeballs per day. So Twitter doing an ad exchange makes sense. Um, Hulu's got 22 million monthly users. 4 million subscribers. Netflix has more subscribers than HBO. HBO charges more than Netflix. They're all in the content consumption business. 
Amazon said yesterday they've greenlit five pilots. Wow. So this time next year, Amazon's going to have five TV shows. Two of them adults, three of them children's. But if you're a parent, you know the value of putting a kid in front of a TV. TVs are babysitters in modern-day America. Oh, good golly. Am I ever going to get to the market numbers? I guess I will. We have the S&P 500 up 8, the Dow's up 66, the Nasdaq up 23. Krispy Kreme's going to report earnings tonight, highly anticipated. Costco beats on fees. Oh, nuts. Yeah, that Cro-Donut, or the Cro-Nut, where it's part croissant, part donut, where people are lining up an hour before bakeries open. That's what I love about America. That's why you invest in a diabetes drug stock. Mortgage rates have been moving higher in the last month. Savings rates that you get at your bank have moved lower in the last year. Elon Musk has plans for a new magical form of transportation called the Hyperloop. How did you long-distance travel quickly? He's speaking at the All Things Digital Conference. He's talking all about Tesla and how they're going to quadruple the uh, charging stations. And, you know, again, he's, there's a lot of problems that with Tesla stock. If you take away gimmickry and subsidies, there ain't nothing there as far as earnings go. But I'm not going to touch the stock. Bless his pee little picking heart if he wants to. So the Hyperloop will work three to four times faster than a bullet train. It goes an average speed of twice what an aircraft would go. So you can go from L.A. to downtown San Francisco in under 30 minutes. It would cost you much less than an air ticket. It can be self-powering if you put solar panels on it. He's not really talking much about it, though. He seems fairly serious about it. He thinks the California high-speed train is going to be a waste. He says the slowest bullet train in the world and one of the most expensive. He's planning to talk to California about it at the end of June. He says it's a cross between a Concorde, a railgun, and an air hockey table. Something fascinating about this guy. He's one of those engineers who's an entrepreneur. So I'm digging on him. If nothing else, he's a source of content for a show, eh? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. Got a wealth preservation retirement planning event Saturday, June 8th from 9 to noon at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. This is being tweaked differently than ever before. It's designed for people 40-plus who are looking for ways to generate secure, steady income in retirement. From 1 to 4, I'm doing a Money 102. It's a brand-new event. Only been done once, and I'll refine it and get better at it. Wealth accumulation portfolio structure. You have to have a basic understanding of investments and retirement accounts. And I'll take you a little further than that. You can sign up for either event in Palo Alto, two Saturdays from now at robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic.
listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I post a lot of the work that I do from YouTube at Rob Black Show. So go to YouTube, type in Rob Black Show. Subscribe to it, follow me. That would actually help me. On the radio side of the fence, you can get a copy of the show either at iTunes under Rob Black and Your Money or kdow.biz, kdow.biz. If you want to support me on Twitter, it's Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. I'll keep you abreast of anything that I can. See in the market or events coming up. Fixed rate mortgages are costing consumers more. That is going to be problematic. Um, it could slow our economy. I did get a sense that there's some people out there who are panicking and want to go out right now and buy a house. Always buy what you could afford. Never get in over your head. Be patient. Understand that real estate's a liability. Learn how to use credit. And a mortgage is credit. Women may earn less than men, but Studies out there show that women are better at managing credit. So men know that you could learn from a woman. And vice versa. Women earn 23% less than men, but have 4.3% more debt than women do, men do. So they earn less and we have more debt. Women also have a slightly higher average credit score of 675 or 674. I don't want to be all bragging and stuff, but I'm in the... The 700s, if you know what I'm saying. I know, that line's never worked on a girl. Try it tonight. Gaga, make me lose my mind up in here, up in there. Hi, baby, I got a 721. Um, And she just does the booty thing. Study found that men use more of their available credit than women. It was close, 31% to 30%. Average man carries $26,227 in debt from credit cards, personal loans, and auto loans. Stop and think about that for a second. Personal loans, auto loans, credit cards. That's a lot of money. You know, credit cards, let's say that's at 18%. 15%, 12%, whatever you want to say. If you're not getting a 12% raise every year, so the auto loan's probably a lot lower. Probably. Men take out bigger mortgages. Size apparently matters to men. $187,000 versus $178,000 for women. Men also have a higher incidence of late payments on their mortgage. Never, ever, never have a late payment on your mortgage. 5.7% on for women for men versus 5.3% for women. See, that divide's interesting. Again, it doesn't necessarily tell you anything. I think it's 
helps you understand the value of building a good credit history, how you manage credit card debt is critical to your financial well-being. Look, insuring the right things, just as important as investing in the right way over time. Keeping your utilization rates low, paying attention to your credit report, never missing a payment. You pay attention to your credit report because you want to make sure that what's in it is you. So women, better than men, who would have known? Ah, maybe I would have. So, what else do we have to cover today? I'm sure there's something. Let's see if anything's breaking right now. That's Petrobras Brasilia showing relative strength. Hmm. Bausch and Lum files to withdraw an IPO. Royalty Farm is trying to buy in. Valley's Technologies wins a new systems contract with Batvia Down Casino in New York, maker of slot machines and table games. Monster Beverage up today on takeover rumor talks. A lot of people are going after Monster Beverage, including the district attorney in San Francisco, marketing towards children's high-caffeinated drinks. Parents that feed your kids Coke and Diet Coke, I don't get it. I'd rather you feed them cigarettes. Um, Getting them addicted to sugary caffeine. I was addicted to sugary caffeine. And I wish my parents never, ever would have let Coca-Cola be in the house. Priceline is announcing a billion-dollar private offering of convertible senior notes. They're issuing debt to buy back shares. If you can grow your earnings at 8%, let's say, again, this is not, I'm not speaking price in particular, and borrow money at 2%, kind of makes money, makes sense to borrow. Especially since taxably, you could deduct your interest against your, your profits. I know that you're saying, did you just invent a word taxably? I kind of did. Financial stocks and tech stocks are displaying relative strength today. You could follow the finance industry at XLF, the broker industry at IAI, the insurance industry at KIE. With tech, you could look at XLK, or if you want to look at networking companies, IGN, or semiconductor companies, SMH. John Chambers talked about a new $14 billion industry that's coming online. And you're not going to believe what it is. Maybe you will. Basically everything. Now, I think he's had, had, he's had a little bit of a history of being a little bit too bullish. So I'm not going to say grain of salt him, but I'm going to say, let's keep in perspective that he's a CEO who once promised 20% of your growth for Cisco, but he says it's $14 trillion market. Not $14 billion, $14 trillion over the next decade. He thinks the biggest leverage point for IT in the next 10 years is going to be profits from one concept alone. Do you want to know what that concept is, or should I tease it to the next break? He says there will be 2.8 billion machines on the Internet. 
in cars and door locks and appliances and smart meters and video surveillance and healthcare devices and thermostats and so on. I don't think he's terribly crazy, but I'm not going to invest off that news. Come meet me, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday in Palo Alto. I'm going to be doing an event from 1 to 4 for Wealth Creation, Money 102. And in the morning from 9 to noon, we're going to be doing a money preservation, retirement planning. You can sign up for either event in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge at robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't believe all the hype with me. I don't hate old people. Just try to bring into focus issues on taxing. I like real estate for the long-term patient individual. I don't like real estate for the person who's trying to hit a home run. I see a lot of real estate sold to you as here's how you can hit a home run. New report out of Congress, out of the Congressional Budget Office, nonpartisan. Um, the top 10 major tax breaks are distributed unevenly across the income scale, with the top 1% of households, those who make over $450,000 a year, receiving 17% of the savings in 2013. I wish there was a right answer. I don't think there is. Should everyone pay, ta- pay taxes? I kind of do think everyone should pay taxes. Should it be based on your fair share? That's where you start to lose me a little bit. I can tell you as a small business owner, I hire a lot of people. And I can tell you that's expensive and it takes money out of my pocket. They pay a lot of taxes. They pay a lot of mortgages. They pay for electricians. They all have a good life. Healthcare. My thought has always been do whatever you can to help that small business owner in the short term. Incentivize them to create jobs. doesn't have to be in the long term. Because in the short term, when you hire someone, you're like, oh, it's got to train them in the cost. I don't know. Corporate tax rates need to be lower. We're not competitive with other nations. And that's the problem. It's not that corporations don't deserve to pay their their fair share. It's that other nations have found a way to get American companies to come to them by saying, you don't have to pay a lot in taxes. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. You can drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. One thing that I'll talk about coming up is Fed's QE exit would hurt Asian assets under stress. Wow. What's that mean? Well, you got to stay tuned to get that one. That one's not a freebie giveaway. Let's see. Let's take a look at the market numbers and see how we're faring, holding up. I don't think we're in a yo-yo market, but I don't see craziness this year, this summer. Homes get less affordable as prices and rates rise. SP 500 up 8, the Dow's up 62, the Nasdaq up 24. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, 
with newfocusfinancial.com. Newfocusfinancial.com is the easiest way to find them. Estate plan versus retirement plan. A lot of people retire. They want the money to last till the day they die. A lot of people retire. They want the money to last till the day they die and then leave some for their estate, for their spouse, their children. You get the basic idea. Are these ideas in conflict with one another or do they work hand in hand? Mr. Burton. Well, you really have to work hand in hand, and that's part of, you know, part of your retirement plan should be looking at your estate plan as well, because once you are that close to retirement, you can do a, do a true projection in terms of how long your money's going to last and what you're going to be worth. Um, you know, you use conservative growth rates on your assets, and you also use, you know, just kind of conservative, let's say your real estate continues to grow with inflation. So you're retiring at 65, what are you going to be worth at age 85, at age 90, at age 95? Is there going to be a legacy left over for your kids? And if so, you know, making your retirement plan and your income plan meet your plan for a legacy. So you, know, you have to ask the question, do you want or need to have a legacy? If some people, their retirement plan, it's very important them, to them to leave either a specific amount to their kids or to charity, or maybe they have a special needs child. So you really have to make sure beneficiary designations work the right way, and they also match with what your trust is, is trying to achieve. That sounds like some legwork. That sounds like some details where I think you know my situation. Let's not get too personal. But I should have enough money for a legacy or I should have enough money to live till the day I die. Yep. Those are two issues in my head that I feel very comfortable saying out loud. Um, and then leaving it to kids, leaving it to spouses, leaving it to colleges. I'm going to think about that in five, ten years from now yep. uh, as I take the foot off the gas. And let's say you have a specific amount you want to leave the kids, right? So what are the best assets to do that with? Well, a lot of people hold off, for example, on pulling money out of their IRAs. But if you leave your IRA to your kids and they're still working, they're eventually going to have to pay the taxes, and they're probably going to be at a higher bracket than you. So if one of your plans is to leave a legacy, the best assets to leave them are either a stock or a, you know, a taxable account where if you pass, they get a step-up in basis and they could sell it tax-free, or a Roth IRA. If they inherit a Roth IRA, they can roll it into an inherited Roth IRA account and continue tax-free growth over their lifetime. Or let's say that you really want to benefit your church, and you say, I want to set aside $100,000 out of my portfolio, and I want that to go to the church when I pass away. Well, carve out an IRA. Say, I'm going to take an IRA, a certain amount that I want to leave to my church or charity, put it in a separate account, and designate that church or charity, because if they inherit, if they receive that IRA when you pass... They're nonprofit. They won't pay any taxes. Okay. Now, what you have to be careful with is you can really screw up your, your beneficiaries. If you have, say, two kids in a non-natural entity like a church or a charity on the beneficiary forms, it can actually screw everything up. So whenever you want to do that, carve it out and make sure that that's noted in your trust and, and make sure that you're, you know, your, your attorney, your advisor, everybody's working together to make sure your investment plan matches your estate plan and your beneficiaries matches what you want to have happen in your trust. Now, what happens if, like, the church changes, like they go under, and that's part of your estate plan, or the guy closes shop and moves to Guatemala and is no longer a church? Um, how dramatic can that change your estate plan? Well, there's, there's certain – you could even write into your plan. There's certain organizations that rate charities out there, okay. and, and you can say in your trust documents or – Plan B, Plan C. Right. So if they're not a viable entity, then it goes to, you know, this entity – uh, and it could be up to your trustee to decide. So you could have everything just go into your trust, and your trustee could have specific instructions in the trust to say, I want charities to benefit this amount, and, uh, and I want um, them to be funded out of retirement assets. So that's a, a way that you could do it. 
What's really important too, Rob, is special needs kids. Yep. Um, if there's any chance that they're going to um, receive some sort of assistance from the government, leaving them money outright can really screw that up. So you really have to work with an attorney that knows the special needs rules and leaving it for them in a specific type of trust so that they can you know, be protected and uh, have some help management and also not screw up the benefits that you've worked so hard to get them um, as they've aged. So leaving a legacy is it's an important thought. Like, of course you want to leave your kids money, but also on the flip side of it, you don't want to leave them so much money that they don't work. Yeah. You don't want to leave them so much money that they go off and get married to a, a you know, a gold digger. Mm-hmm. You don't want to leave them so much money that the gold digger can take half of it. So well, you don't want to protect them from divorce and lawsuits. So you could actually leave it to them in, in certain types of trusts, like dynasty trusts. Um, and, you know, so if you're leaving large amounts to a young child, a lot of times people in their trust, they say, well, you get a third at 25, a third at 30, and a third at 35. I think those are old ways of doing business. You can leave it to them in trust indefinitely so that they're always protected from divorce, from lawsuits, and, and it's easy to manage. The billionaire owner of uh, In-N-Out Burger, she's 30, white trash, drives a drag racing cars, on her third marriage, has twins, got half of the In-N-Out Burger franchise empire at age 30, gets the other half at 35. So speaking to you, to say the least. CFP Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Anything you want to talk about, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. Find me at Twitter for updates and videos and breaking news. Rob Black Show. Find me at YouTube, Rob Black Show. Find me on iTunes. If you want a copy of this radio show about 10 minutes after it's over, at Rob Black and Your Money or kdow.biz under Rob Black and Your Money. Both have a podcast of this show. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Got that big event coming up a couple Saturdays from now at the Elks Lodge. And decided that for the Money 102, we're going to give out antlers. And we're going to ram each other like uh, buck. So I'll have the big pair of antlers so I can win. But uh, Money 102 from 1 to 4. CFP Chad Burton will run a wealth preservation retirement planning event at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto from 9 to noon. He, too, will be wearing antlers, so bring your antlers. Unless you want the antlers, we provide you. It's a huge room. Like, too big. It's going to be a bit of a problem. But you can sign up for the event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Sign up for one. Come in with two. Um, Google is in the news. Google's obviously doing very, very well with Chrome and Android. There's been a lot of consolidation at Google in the last six months. Facebook's in the news today. Tied towards an analyst upgrade of video ads coming in June. Also in June, we're going to get an Apple Developers Conference update. Tim Cook has been taking some slight shots at Google Glass and not a mass market product. Watch would be much more mass market in theory. We reach for our phone 150 times a day. Why go get a device when you are be wearing a device? If you're really interested in Twitter and other things like that. Find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Twitter me, Rob Black Show. YouTube me, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, big event coming up in Palo Alto. 
Not this Saturday, but the following. One on wealth preservation and retirement planning from 9 to noon. And one on wealth creation, Money 102. It's a little bit more complex than the basic one that I typically do. You can sign up for either event, Elks Lodge Palo Alto at robblack.com. Get your kicks now. You don't need the money when you look like that, do you, honey? Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.